2: Conditions apply, need to hire, you need indeed.
0: Hey guys, Zeno here coming up on A to Z. We'll react more to Desmond Ritter starting as well. The trade that has Braves fans scratching their head and the bad loss for the Hawks. That's next on A to Z.
2: This is A to Z with Mark Zeno, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta.
0: How did we get here? If you're not the number one pick, guess what? You have no guarantee. That's where you are.
2: And it starts.
0: Does that make me a genius? Yes. Now. Welcome to to ADZ here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, where today I tell you to pump the brakes. Welcome in. We are live here on this Tuesday. Appreciate you guys joining us. Give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On ATL. Of course, I'm at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Don't forget we're on Roku TV, however you get your Roku TV on the Amazon Fire Stick or anywhere else. Please make sure you download and subscribe uh, to locked on atl all right Uh, a lot to do today as always uh and we will start the show off with a bit of sad news we'll expand on it later but uh we do learn this morning that we had the passing of mike leach uh head coach of mississippi state football team and just college football national treasure um just unfortunate uh you know they say it was complications from uh from heart problems uh, and ultimately went into the hospital yesterday and he uh Never came out of it. So, uh, thoughts and prayers, obviously, to the Leach family, but to all all of college football today, just taking a huge, huge loss. So, uh, more on that here in uh, a moment before the end of the show. Let's start with uh, the Falcons today. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, you can't help, you know, people's reactions online um, and what you're going to see. I've been telling you guys since we got word last week that. You know the the uh, the Falcons. We're going to start Desmond Ritter, and you know what the the sort of reaction was to it going to be. And I keep telling everybody, like, all I really want to see is him have command of the offense, right? Like, I'm not looking for a four game sample set. I'm not looking for you know a trend in the right direction over the course of the four games. I'm not looking for any of that. What I'm looking for is him to be able to handle what is in front of him, him, for him to not look overwhelmed, for him to not look like he um, can't comprehend everything that's in front of him. You know, I went back and I watched some of Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the 49ers quarterback. Now that Jimmy Garoppolo was injured. And I watched him play in San Francisco and I watched him play in that game. Um, and again, this was the, the first full game that he got a chance to play with a week of preparation and everything else where he didn't have to come in in relief he played the whole game and I can tell you that he looked comfortable uh he only threw I think 18 passes in the game um he only had 180 yards these were nothing eye-popping and I I think you'll see the same thing from Ritter it's not gonna be anything eye-popping uh he did throw two touchdowns but this was a young man who looked confident and felt comfortable running the offense and that's I think all that Falcons fans should expect and so you know uh and and you know, all due respect to everybody who has wrote this column or something like this column, you know, because we've seen it for the past couple of days now, but, you know, the ones that are like, oh, you know, Falcons quest to find long-term solution at quarterback and post Matt Ryan era, you know, Desmond Ritter, you know, inspire coffee. He can be the guy like, (sighs) guys, you got it. You got to just like, I get why you write the article. I get, you're supposed to get clicks. I get, I get all that. I'm not saying anybody's wrong and I'm not saying anybody has ill intent, but, Remember, this is a third round pick. There is a steep learning curve. There is a steep learning curve for first round picks. It's even steeper for third round picks. It's immense for guys like Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy, again, has had a whole year to wait and practice and then some to figure out whether he's ready or not. And Desmond Ritter sort of has the same thing. And I think this is, you know, part of the reason, um, part of the reason why we want quarterbacks to sit yet we make the mistake of not letting young quarterbacks sit anymore we 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 start them right away because we've seen some guys have some success we're like oh get him in the starting lineup everything's gonna be fine you know if he can play he can play if he can't he can't that's the general sentiment well hopefully arthur smith who i trust immensely who i think absolutely has uh the right sort of mindset for this whole thing in keeping Ritter and holding him back and not pulling the gun too early on him and making sure that he has had a lot of time to practice a lot of reps and a lot of work and a lot of mental reps and all the other things, making sure that it is taking him a long time to get where he needs to go is the right approach to this whole thing. And I think you'll see that bear it out on the field on Sunday. I mean, again, this is not an easy test and you are going to get, a, a Saints pass rush that is going to come after this guy like you would not believe. I mean, that's really what we are looking at here more than anything. Um, and and so when I see columns like, oh, you know, Phil Matt Ryan's shoes, this, that, and the other, guys, I can tell you this with 100% certainty, with a 100% certainty, You will not be any closer after these four games at the end of the year to knowing whether Desmond Ritter is the guy long term to replace Matt Ryan than you are right now before he's ever taken a snap. You will be absolutely no closer. And don't kid yourself into thinking that you will be closer. All he can do is secure the fact that he is going to be the number one quarterback going into training camp next year. That's all you that's all you're gonna figure out. That's it. Whether he's gonna be the guy or it's gonna be an open quarterback competition. All you're going to do is try and solidify whether or not you know if this guy can start for you next year. And to a certain extent, I'd even say all you're going to solidify is knowing if you need to draft a quarterback next year or not, or if you think you do. And that's the real tricky part of this whole thing, and we're going to talk about this later on in the week. Got a lot of quarterbacks coming out, man. A lot of quarterbacks. Are you really going to pass up on one of these what looks like generational talents for a third-round pick based off of a four-game sample set? <sighs> wow. That's tough. That is tough because now you're sitting here right now, again, you passed up on Justin Fields, and I'm not saying you, you, you weren't supposed to, weren't, but all I'm saying is, flatly, you passed up on Justin Fields, look at him right now, and look at Kyle Pitts. Which one would you rather have right now? That's the challenge. That's the real twist for Falcons fans and the Falcons front office. Pass up on another generational type quarterback. Wow. Wrap your head around that one. Won't be easy, to say the least. You know, and and none of this stuff is certain one way or another, but right now just telling you what it feels like, What are the odds that you'll pass on another possible generational franchise quarterback this year in the draft because a guy played good for four games? We'll see. Speaking of odds, our word from our friends at BetOnline.net: Fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. News and reviews of every league are available. Obviously, NFL, college bowl season coming up upon us, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, the hot stove getting hotter, combat sports, esports, even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information, live in game betting, podcast scores. They have got you covered on all of it. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Yeah.
1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Game will start for the Falcons on Sunday at, uh, Superdome. What's it? Is it Still the Mercedes-Benz Superdome? Is that the name of it? Or is it? I think it's like Caesars now or something. Anyway, I don't know. Regardless. Um. Before we get to uh, a trade that rocked the Braves and Braves fan base, uh, I want to remind you guys to make sure you check out Locked on Falcons every single day. Make it your first listen. Uh, for your next listen, listen to the Locked on Sports Today podcast. Biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Okay, well, here we go. Alex Anthopoulos pulled off another one yesterday, and um, it's interesting. The Braves acquired, and this is from the Braves' official press release, catcher Sean Murphy from the Oakland A's as part of a three-team trade that included the Milwaukee Brewers. Atlanta traded left-handed pitcher Kyle Muller, catchy Manny Pena, right-handed pitcher Freddie Tarnock, and right-handed pitcher... Roy Bruce Salinas to Oakland, while catcher William Contreras and right-handed pitcher Justin Yeager head to Milwaukee. Auckland also, Oakland also required outfielder S3 Ruiz from Milwaukee. The Brewers received right-handed pitcher Joel pants from the A's. Payamps. Uh, Murphy is a former Gold Glove award-winning catcher. Last year batted 250, 18 home run, 66 RBIs. Led all American League catchers in hits with 134, doubles with 37. RBIs with 66 and a total basis of 229. Rack second in home runs and runs scored with 67. Compiled a career-best uh, 5.1 war in the season, trailing only J.T. Realmuto for the most of the majors. Murphy also threw out 19 base runners, tied for fifth, both in the majors. Uh, caught stealing a 10, 31%, third best among Major League Baseball catchers. So, there's that. Braves take a series upgrade at catcher, uh, and that's what this boils down to. Um, you could talk about losing William Contreras, and uh, you know he's going to get a chance to probably go play catcher every day now. Uh, I think the Braves were okay with that and content with that. Um, Kyle Muller is the, is the other one. I think that Braves fans are really sort of scratching their head on as this young pitcher was supposed to be, you know, another starter in their rotation. In reality, guess what? This guy was probably a fourth or fifth starter in your rotation. I mean, think about it, guys. Where is Kyle Muller really going to pitch here? Freed. Kyle Wright. Uh, Spencer Strider. Charlie Morton, like, this was the fifth starter in your rotation. How long does your fifth starter last? Not long. Your fifth starter wins 10 games. It's pretty impressive. Now, again, who knows how good Kyle Muller could be? Maybe great. I we'll don't know. We'll never know. But the idea that Braves fans yesterday and the reaction to this trade was hysterical. I mean, the whining and the complaining from Braves fans yesterday. It's like, oh, my God, you guys had me cracking up. Acting as if all of 90% of Alex Anthopoulos's moves haven't worked out in the Braves' favor. What's the one that what what's the the one that didn't work out? The resigning over Zuna? Okay, yeah. You can argue it's not his fault. Don't hit your damn wife or allegedly hit your wife, and guess what? You know, there's that. So uh I, I don't know, you know, what people expect. Um and what people think. And and some of this, does it feel like some of this maybe is uh, a sort of softer landing for when Dansby ends up somewhere else? Because I think I think at this point in time, um, I think at this point in time, there is a stronger feeling that Dansby is not coming back. Right. You have to feel like that's the case. To me, that's what at least what it feels like. Um, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that Dansby is coming back now with this move because we saw last year the same sort of thing happen. Um, we saw the way, um, you know, he uh, approached the whole Freddie Freeman thing. He was ready to strike if Freeman went somewhere else. And you get the feeling that this is more of a preemptive strike from Alex Anthopoulos where he's going to make sure that he has some sort of offensive supplement to what uh, was a player that, you know, you could probably ill afford to lose. And, And that was some of the other reaction to me that was also a little bit perplexing. Oh, you know, Brace Fitz, oh, Dansby's not that good. Oh, he's not a cornerstone piece. Guys, stop. Stop. Okay? Dansby is every bit of a cornerstone piece He is 100% a cornerstone piece. Don't get it twisted. You know, that's the real thing. I get the other real question here is, and, uh, you know, what do the Braves do at backup catcher now? Like that's the other part of this whole thing. No, by the way, guys, you know, Dansby Swanson last year, like Sean Murphy is not replacing Dansby Swanson's productions or his, his, you know, uh, space in the clubhouse but you are getting an upgrade at one of the better and more tougher positions to upgrade uh and and you know uh that isn't easy to do at all so you know i i I guess travis Darno now is a backup catcher i guess he's okay with that um you know he's got an eight million dollar salary for this year across the board uh, I don't think he'd be, be upset about it. I don't think Travis Darno is going to ask for a trade. I think Travis Darno is very good at being a backup catcher. Um, but that's kind of where they are right now. And with the DH, who knows? You can still keep Murphy in the lineup a bunch, let Darno get some reps behind the plate, and theoretically everything works out the way it's supposed to. I mean, this move creates a lot of flexibility for um a lot of flexibility for the Braves. I don't know why anybody would be uh, upset about this move at all. I told Braves fans on Twitter yesterday, I'm like, yeah, try having Brian Cashman for the last four years, and then let me know how much much, much complaining you want to do. Like, seriously. This is not a bad trade by any stretch of the imagination. And people thinking that, that Alex Anthopoulos got fleeced, stop. Stop. Like, just stop. Again, why the Braves gave up so much. Not. not you gave up unproven things. You have no idea what kind of hitter William Contreras is going to be. The, the small sample set you got from William Contreras, you cannot sit there and try to extrapolate over the course of an entire season. Like it just, you know, I, I get it. The, kid, the guy's got power. I get it. You know, but you weren't. You weren't giving. You weren't getting a a catcher like Murphy. Without giving up something worthwhile, it's just that simple. So I, I don't think the trade is as bad as Braves fans do. I'm not as emotionally connected to it as you guys are, obviously, but still, um, I uh, I what do you call it? Uh, I, I think you Braves fans are nuts for overreacting to this. You guys really are. There's no reason whatsoever to uh, to be this upset about this deal. So. There's that. Um, all right. We got to get to a Hawks take another bad loss last night. And the trend that I thought was coming through is going to come through. And, of course, we'll, uh, we'll pay some homage to Mike Leach as well. And some other news and notes we need to get to for the end of this Tuesday. But first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Have you guys tried Built Bar Puffs? If not, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And they got a brand new flavor out there. It's called cookie dough chunk. Puffs have a light, chewy texture. They got real chunks of cookie dough in them. And, of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs, only 160 calories, a whopping 15 grams of protein. It's the perfect snack for on the go, in between meals, late at night. If you get a sweet tooth and you don't want to fill up and eat something unhealthy, cookie dough chunk puffs are the way to go. Go to Built.com right now, snag a box for yourself, put them in the office, hide them from the kids, who knows what they want to do, share them with the family. Uh, it's just an absolute home run of a snacking idea. Again, go to Built.com, use the promo code Locked on 15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your first order of Built R Puffs. Okay, uh, before we get to the Atlanta Hawks, it's time that we do that thing that we always do. It's called a uh, Shovel of Wisdom. Brace yourselves, because it's time for the Shovel of Wisdom. Yeah, you know how we do it every day. We have to set somebody straight for saying you're doing something stupid. You can do, You saw my Twitter account, at Mark of course use the hashtag shovel of wisdom and today my shovel goes to navy athletics in specific navy athletic director chet Gladchuk. name is that um army beat navy this weekend i was overjoyed about the whole thing i thought it was great i was very happy um and army got their sixth win um and i don't even know if they're headed to a ball game or not but regardless anyway so uh Right after the game, we find out, and this is called a header Dinnich of ESPN, that literally Ken Nui Mataolo was fired literally right after the game. He was sitting there um like right after the game in, in the office, and Chet came up to him and fired him on the spot. Now, uh this had been building for a while and and Navy had had, um, in four of their last five years, had had a four-winner-less season. It hasn't been trending well for Ken Nui-Mataolo. And this was sort of coming. I think we all saw this coming. There were some rumbles of it. But to do it that way, for a guy who made this program as successful as it was, for a guy who who went to multiple bowl games, got Navy into an actual conference, uh, and exceeded all expectations – uh, and is the career wins leader at Navy as far as football wins is concerned for a head coach deserved a better firing than this. He absolutely did. This was one of those where you get back to the 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 campus, you call him in your office the next day and you have the conversation one on one. To do it at his at his locker or in his office, whatever the heck it was, is one of those things where um it's just classless. You don't handle it that way. You, you just don't. Um I, it's it's bad. You just don't do it that way. Um, so shame on Navy. You should, would expect better out of a service academy to treat their folks better, and uh, they didn't. So um, I'm sure Ken will land somewhere. He uh, He's a really good coach and a, a very good recruiter, and he also, again, had to deal with a lot of things that many other um, coaches didn't have to deal with, including other coaches at service academies. So there is that. Okay, um, Hawks take a bad loss last night to Memphis, one twenty-eight to one hundred three. Now, third consecutive game where the Hawks have given up one hundred and twenty points without Deontay Murray and John Collins in the lineup. Um, they're missing a lot of defensive pieces. I get it, but still, this is not acceptable. And um, the the uh, Hawks have to figure out something. Now they're going to go play the Magic. Uh, on what's today the, the 13th on Wednesday and I'm curious to see how this team plays uh, and how they actually defensively play against a team that's got a lot of young players in it but is one of the worst offenses in the league like this is a team that averages 108 points a game that's third worst in the NBA only ahead of the Clippers and the Heat Okay, uh, just for frame of reference, Boston Celtics, the best offense in the league, average 119 points a game. The Hawks average 113. This is a spot here where, one, you can't afford to lose. Two, you know, the Hawks offense has been sputtering. Um, and Trey continues to have these sort of lackluster nights um, from a shooting standpoint. And I don't know how they, they go about, turning this thing around um now again the hawks didn't have trey young in the game against memphis um so that's part of the reason why they only scored 103 points but here we are again the, pl- the place where the hawks were supposed to get fat and happy they did not get fat and happy at all by the way trey young was also fined by the nba did you guys see this uh was fine for throwing the ball into the stands, and uh, my favorite part is his reaction. <laughs> if you'd missed all this and didn't see the game, Trey Young was fined twenty five thousand dollars on Monday for throwing for the win over the Bulls, um, where uh, he threw the ball into the stands after Young hit a twenty foot jumper one second left to give the Hawks a one twenty one one nineteen lead in the extra period. Of course, you know the, the Rosen sinks two free throws, and then the Hawks end up getting AJ Griffin with the last second bucket, but. Um, Young wrote in a tweet on Monday, sorry to the Hawks fans who got a chance to touch the game-winning ball. I didn't know you couldn't do that. Can't celebrate S anymore. I guess not. Speaking of S, you know that bad word. Have you seen the new trophies that the NBA has unveiled? Oh, God. So they renamed all the trophies. Michael Jordan Trophy is now the MVP, Clutch Player of the Year is the Jerry West Trophy, Rookie of the Year is the Will Chamberlain Trophy, the George Mikan Trophy is the Most Improved Player, uh, defensive player of the year will be called the Kim Olajuwon Trophy. And the six man of the year is the John Havlicek Trophy. Okay, yeah, but you're making things really complicated at NBA. But have you actually seen the trophies themselves? They kind of look hideous. They kind of don't look good at all. Yeah, uh, it's not, uh, uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Make of that what you will. All right, finally here, uh, before we wrap things up and get out of here, just a few more words on Mike Leach, uh, who passed away this morning at the age of 61, former head coach of uh, Mississippi State and uh, Washington State, Texas Tech. uh, Just an absolute treasure. Uh, We're all going to miss him in the college football world. And for those of us who love college football and sink our teeth into all of it and make it part of our our daily lives, Mike Leach is, is going to be missed. He was just a unparalleled personality, um, you know, from a football standpoint, his offense was unique and genuine and they loved to throw the hell out of the ball. But, you know, Mike Leach never gave you a can response in any sort of uh, in any sort of press conference ever. You know, this is a guy who, who waxed uh, poetically about marriage and what that's like. He broke down a potential uh, fight between PAC 12 mascots when he was at Washington state. Um, you know, would answer questions about where to take people on dates and don't go to a place where they can order a salad. And I mean, he just had so many great stories to tell every time he was in front of a microphone. It absolutely was something that you wanted to tune into. And that really is the biggest part of um that is that is absolutely the biggest part of what we're gonna miss about his personality more than anything. Uh so it's a sad day for college football. It's a sad day for football in general, and in particular, a very sad day for the Leach family. Um, and we keep our, that whole Mississippi State and Mike Leach family in our thoughts and, and, and prayers. And I know that those two words together sound so trite nowadays, but the point simply is, is that, that we're all going to miss them. Uh, and we're all certainly a little bit less happy today uh, about the passing of Mike League. And college football is going to be missing very much a, a very uh, unique soul. So um, pause for a moment of silence for Mike Leach today by your own. And uh, we'll certainly keep him uh, in our memories forever. All right. That'll do it for us today here on A to Z. Appreciate you guys joining us. Want to remind you guys to check out Locked on Falcons every single day with Aaron Freeman. Thanks for making it your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. Biggest stories of the day. Plus Insta reaction, big game recaps and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Back tomorrow for a Wednesday edition. One day closer, one day closer to Desmond Ritter's season. And you guys should all be very, very excited for that on Sunday. All right, back tomorrow. You guys have a great day. Don't take any crap from anybody. See you.